spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Rame Ose Frimpong, a grad student, teaching assistant at the University of Georgia. Uh, before we get to any of this, and you're going to enlighten me on the virtue of and the wonder that is democratic socialism, the economic model you think we should embrace, just, just by way of background. Some folks will remember, and you'll remember better than me uh, when it was, in my mind about a year ago maybe, you came out here, you had uh, you had uh, entered a lot of news cycles based on some things, some videos that had surfaced, some things you had said uh, in various forums uh, and formats. Uh, a lot of people took what you said as racist, as threatening, as threatening violence. Uh, you came in, uh, stood up to a, a lot of questions from me and, and discussed it. Uh, it went in its own way viral. Uh, I'm sure you attracted a lot of attention. TV news crews were here that day. Uh, I, I, I left that day, and I've never told you this, I, I left that day genuinely worried. Because uh, when that light shines as brightly as it did, it, it, not a lot of people... Or I should put it this way. There are a lot of people who aren't comfortable with that. It can it can be, for lack of a better word, painful. Uh, I say all that to say all this. How would you hold up? How you doing? I know who I am and what I believe, and that I think helps. I think a lot of people are confused, and I think that's going to confuse in our politics and what it means to live a meaningful life. And I think that's actually going to bleed into our next discussion, which is what is democratic socialism and why? Why does it make sense? And you called it an economic system, and it's actually a political and economic system, and that's important because it centers individual rights. All right. And, uh, I, and, and it does so in a way that's not exactly obvious. So I think we both can agree that an America that works is an America where 30-year-olds can get married, buy a house, and sustain their marriage. All right, so we have some objectives, some targets to right. shoot for. Okay. I think that's. I, I think America's right. not doing that as well as it could for those thirty-year-olds who mm-hmm. aim to get married, buy a house, and sustain their marriage. And I think the barriers to that are going to include uh, having a stable job, having stable physical health care, having a stable mental health care, and you can't really do that when you're laboring under also student debt and medical debt. All right, first of all, okay, a lot of a lot of herd uh, running through, Hoodles. a lot of cattle running through that herd there. Let me try to get my lasso around a couple of them. Right. Uh, the student debt thing. I want to dispense with that really quickly here. Uh, no one is holding a gun to anyone's head and saying, you assume all this debt to go get a college degree. Right. Not everybody needs a college degree. I don't have one. Uh, a lot of people who get it manage to pay for it themselves. Our son graduated from a pretty ritzy private school, doesn't owe anybody a nickel, and that ain't because we're rich. That's because a lot of things came together, a lot of hard work on his part to help make that happen. There are a lot of people who paid their way either by so that or way? getting debt and paying it off. Uh, when I sign up for a mortgage, I'm expected to pay it back. Why should a student loan be any different? Your son paid his way through college? Yes. Yes, and... You didn't help him at all? There is no debt at all uh, on the part of it. The help that he got from us is neither here nor there. The point actually, it's is... it's very relevant, all right, actually. They, they tell me why. Relevant. Uh, so it's very... Uh, the question... The issue is, is are the people... The point is, he graduated from college because of their own fault. Is it because they made bad decisions? No, it's because they signed up to get money. They signed up to accept a loan. That that's not mandatory on anybody's. Many people were under the assumption, and I think that's American propaganda, especially for my generation, that this was good debt. You should go to college, even if your parents can't help you. Not all your parents are Tim Bryant. Not all your parents have a have a radio station. And if your parents can't help you, it's okay. 
the wages you will receive after you, you go through college will more than make up for the debt you incur while going through college. It's good debt. It's healthy debt. It's American debt. Okay, so and people to, buy to, into that. Isn't that their problem? Why should it become mine? Well, did they buy into it or were they sold into it? And that's I think that's an open question. And also, if that's the case, why did we bail out all of the the, the financial? Okay, well, first of all, that's a separate question, and and for the record, I was opposed to a lot of why that. Why were but, you opposed to that? For the same reasons of moral hazard, I suspect. Sure. Yeah, so you, you assume the debt, you take it on. It's and, not and a you, separate. You, it, it's it, not a separate. No, it, it, if you want to look at it that way, it's exactly the same thing. It's you exactly assume the debt. same thing. If I can't make my, let, if I can't make my mortgage, I fully expect the bank to come and take my house. If I can't make my GM car too. note, they're going to come get my shuttered, car. Shuttered GM, absolutely. Shuttered GM, yeah. shuttered. All, yeah, see, all right. So yeah. I think there's a case where some people made bad decisions. In which case we have to punish them and let the market punish them appropriately, and it'll redistribute the resources appropriately. Which Others, it does in a really, really efficient way. Well, insofar as we still have a GM and a Ford and like you know at least a few banks yeah. that the people people uh, of different opinions about how well uh, the market actually redistributes goods at this level. Well, right? I would so say it does it better that, here than it does it in oh I don't know Venezuela. Yes. Mm-hmm. However, when it did it here, it's because we backstopped the risk of those companies. I don't want to forsake an entire generation because they made entire. Uh, and I don't want I don't think it's a, a bug of a, the generation that were under what one point four trillion dollars of debt. I don't think it's a bug. I think it's a feature. And if it's a feature, it's not a matter of the individual. It's a matter mm-hmm. of the system that created the individuals. Huh. So I think there was a lot of propaganda going on in the 80s and the early 90s about good debt and bad debt and what responsible debt looks like. And I actually think you're feeding that propaganda when you don't actually mention how much you helped your son in college. Um, well, first of all, because that's my business and not yours. No, but you're also saying that he paid his way. So which means you're giving a false impression. No, I did. He largely, first of all, he, he largely reality. did, but that's not the point. The point is this is my business. It's a private family matter that I choose not to air publicly except to make the point that, that a lot of way. people you're have done what people, our son Tim. did, uh, which is to leaving a, college, leaving a college without uh, amassing massive debt. Do you distort their reality, then they make decisions based on, well, if Tim Bryant's kid could pay his way, then my kid well, could pay this There's way. a reason I don't drive a Ferrari. I can't afford it. I'm not going to go out and assume a ridiculous debt just so that I can. You do it so that you can pay your kids through college, which is appropriate, but you can. But telling people that that's not what you did, I think, I think distorts people's reality. All right, we, we will agree to disagree on, on the issue of dis- student debt. If you take out a loan, pay the damn money back and shut up is my point. You have a different one. Okay. Uh, define democratic socialism. Uh, so democratic socialism secures rights. Right. So when we started the United States, we didn't do it for an industrial economy. We simply didn't do it for an, it was 1776. The cotton gin didn't even come up till 1793. When you read Adam Smith's Wealth of Nation and he talks about the pin factory making things efficient, his factory, his big factory was 10 people. So the assumption was that every citizen in the United States would be self-employed. And that goes all the way through Lincoln. Lincoln has this great speech about like, yeah, so you work for other people. Uh, for a brief season in your life. And then, you know, once you become an adult, you have your own shop, you have your own job. So the assumption was that every person in America who is a citizen, a functional citizen, would be self-employed. 
The problem is that's just not the case. Right now, a small business is 500 employees or lower. 95% of the people in, in the United States work for somebody. Mm. And that's good. Yeah. I support oh. big businesses. I want Kroger. I don't want to have to grow my own stuff. I want Amazon. I want to click on things and have them delivered to me. Okay, all of those things are the result of capitalism. And that, that I, I agree. I want employees in our economy. But we no, need good, a because politi- now you have more than you've ever had. Yeah, and I, I, but that means we need a political economy that's organized for employees. And that's not what the founders were worried about. So we need to actually have and what to talk about, like the difference between slavery and employment. We need, we need employee rights. We need labor no, The laws. difference that really simply stated to Rami Ose Frimpong is that if I don't like this job, I can walk out the door during the upcoming commercial break. Right. Uh, under slavery, I'd have to stay here and keep working. Well, also the assumption is that you could walk out of this job and go to another job with at least better I, I don't uh, know or that. that you can I, I might hope that there's no guarantees and I'm not looking for guarantees you're not looking for guarantees no right I'm I, looking for opportunities uh, that's an opportunity to get to another job that sure. where you can negotiate better wages yeah, yeah. and working conditions right? uh, without so, your help I mean what? I can it's what I make is between me and my employer I don't know why you have anything to do with it in order for you to be a functional American, you need some sort. This is a market society. In order for you to be a functional American, you need some sort of way in. You need a job. Mm-hmm. Got you, one. You need Fact, a I've job. Had a couple. You have a job. Other <laughs> people don't have a job. And the people who do have a job right now, they don't have the kind of job that allow them to save and buy a house and sustain a good marriage and pay for their health care, right? So mm-hmm. I want people working. I want people working at a good job. I want people to be able to get married. I want people to be able to save. I want people to be able to try their own business. No, we want the same stuff. How we get it is all the same thing. Uh, Marxism, communism, socialism, democratic socialism, it's all the fruit from the same tree. All right, so the difference is going to be individual rights, right? So there is a communist element in American politics right now. It's when party bosses tell the voting people what they should do when they control power. That communist element, that communist element is not coming from the, demo, uh, the democratic socialist aspect of the Democratic Party. It's going to be from the superdelegates or whatever mm. happens in the, the convention in, in the summer. So, like, the difference between communism and uh, democratic socialism is going to be individual rights and it's going to be how much you have your life is in control of party bosses, right? How much your life is in control of party bosses. And let me just bring this back to the founders because I think this is a very important confusion. They were worried about tyranny. They were worried about external control dominating their life. They didn't want to get um, shunt off to England to stand trial. And they were also concerned about the tyranny of the masses, which is why they gave us a republic and not a democracy. Right, right. So this, and they secured rights as opposed to just like whatever 51% thinks mm-hmm. yeah. should go. Yeah. Right. So the idea that tyranny comes from the form of the British Parliament is something they got rid of. They succeeded, right? We yeah, know militarily. How, right, militarily. Right. So um, now, where does our tyranny come from in American industrial life? Depending on who you talk to, it's your bosses. There's this great book called Private Government by Elizabeth Anderson. came out last year. Well, she, she has this great story about an Amazon warehouse where they decided that... Um, you know, they brought in some management consultants and they decided that we don't need HVAC here. We can just um, 
not have a heating and cooling system. Mm-hmm. Instead, we can park ambulances outside <laughs> of... Cheaper to deal with the people yeah, who deal with the heat strokes. And then yeah, okay. when someone struggles right. out of okay. fans, we can now, just shunt them to again, the hospital. I'm, gonna, I'm sorry, but the, the, the constraints of time here. I'm going to come back to the fact that I don't have to work for Amazon. Right, you can Amazon go to another script me. I didn't... I, I didn't I, the not, idea is that if we don't fix the market, the labor, the private labor market, your, your option is to go to another right. crappy workplace. Or a better one. I, this no. place will give me air conditioning. I'll go work there because Amazon won't. I'll That's go the, work at the place that does so have the AC. the labor market does not absorb stigmatized communities at fair wages and working conditions. You need Then why are wages going up? <laughs> Wait, uh, one good thing is unemployment's going down. Yeah. Wages are going slightly up, right? Yeah. So well, dramatically in, Athens, in some cases. In Athens, if I want, it used to be the case, if I wanted a $9 an hour job in mm-hmm. Athens, I can find one. Now, if I want a $10 an hour job in Athens, I can find one. The thing is, at $10 an hour, that's not going to be able to, I can't secure How like a does down democratic socialism, Irmio say, Frimpong, how does democratic socialism fix this? You get, a, you get a federal guaranteed job. You get a secure job at a wage. If you're willing to work, we'll put you to work at fair conditions where you actually get a unionized job so you have some sort of say in your working conditions. How do you guarantee employment in the private sector? Well, it's not going to be in private sector. Oh, it's going okay. To be I'm going to have a it's government a, job. Yeah, it's going to be a government okay. job. It's going to be WPA. Okay. The WPA, look. Which extended and prolonged the depression rather than shortening it, but okay. Well, it secured a lot of the cultural and material infrastructure that we still live with in Georgia today, right? And so the question is, and I, I don't know actually where you stand on this, do you think Georgia is underproducing for lack of cultural and material un- infrastructure? Cultural and, and material, material infrastructure. infrastructure. Well, I, I, I'm we trying to define terms here. A material yeah, well, infrastructure is, I don't know, a bridge in a building. What's cultural infrastructure? Well, that would be like libraries, internet, okay. and newspapers. I think, I, well, I, I know that, that high-speed internet access is a problem in parts of the state. Do you think we're underproducing because of it? I think it's probably, yeah, probably on balance, I would say yes. Yes. So, I mean, meaning we could be doing more if we had more high-speed internet access in other places. Yeah, okay. yeah, so I want the federal job guarantee to secure people a job building out Georgia's And I want and the private sector to fill in the gaps in the market and let them do what they've always done. The well, same way they put, same way, for black same way they put cable TV in places that didn't have it before. I, yeah, how has it always worked for black people in Georgia? Are we? How is it? How, how is it? Do you think well, that at, it's working for black people? At this particular worked? moment in Georgia, the black unemployment rate is as low as it has ever been, actually historically lower than it has ever been, and wages, as we say, are up. Right. The standard of living is up. When would you have preferred to live in Georgia? I wouldn't have preferred to live in Georgia as a black person right. because it's always been So it's bad better now than it ever has been. No, but still not as all. It's like okay, it's, it's like not, indentured servitude is a little bit better than slavery, and you could you could die on that hill, Mr. Bryant. Mm-hmm. But I just think that we should be free. I think we should actually okay, have well, a security. Well, come on now, you're tossing words around. Why are you not free? You can walk away from UGA today if you want to. That's freedom. No, freedom is being able to secure a good job. Being able to marry at an appropriate age and, and have now, a when house. When you marry, who you marry, how you marry, how many people you marry, how often you marry, all of that is up to you. What does the government have to do with that? Well, right now it's up to who's going to be willing to employ me because I don't come from parents who could actually uh, give me the quality of seed money that would allow me to start well, my own business. Neither did I. Neither yeah, did a lot yeah, of and people. Fox, and Fox will give me a radio show. I would be gladly to come take that job. But I suspect... 
it's possible that the advertising market will not support the quality of message. I would like to 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 to. <laughs> you, you watched. I know you watched the debate last night. I, I know because I, 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 I saw your social media yeah. commentary this morning. I, I gather you didn't think much of it. No, I thought the debate was a disaster. Well, they're trying to go after Bernie Sanders based on character, except he's more honest than the rest of them. And then they're trying to go after him based on the content of his policies. Yeah, I will Except, grant you that point. That man, listen, I, I, he, he says 100 things, I'll disagree with 99 of them. But the but man is the, telling you what he believes. Yeah. And he, he's not, he ain't putting it on some political scale and weighing it. He's telling you what he thinks. Look, all right, so like, let's take the Cuba comment, right? Yeah. So at Gaines Elementary School, I just saw the numbers, 15% of the black kids are reading at level. 15%. At grade level. At grade level, mm -hmm. right? Now in Cuba in the 90s okay right? so uh the idea that you know in some way they figured you're out you're a father where do you want your kid at gain school or in havana well i don't speak spanish right so <laughs> gonna, i'm a black father i don't speak spanish yeah. there are going to be some cultural barriers yeah. but um yeah yeah i don't i don't know i do know a lot of black doctors who uh um were trained in Havana and then now work in the United States. Mm. But they were trained in Havana and they didn't leave a debt. You notice, right? so, you notice that the boats are all going in one direction. Those rickety rafts and the shark-infested waters. We don't have people from Miami trying to get back to Cuba. It's coming the other way. You also notice that the people you talk to aren't Afro-Cubans, right? So there's a, <laughs> so the idea that you could have a good sense of what Cuba is like for black Cubans. Um, by listening to white Cubans who are excel, I, 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 don't, I don't even know what the point here is. Is it better or worse? I don't know. It's better. For, it might be better okay. for black people. Okay. We don't know. It's an open question. But we do know that. If I mean, we so got you're telling me the Castros history, are woke. In other up? words, you're telling me the Cubans, the Castros were woke in ways that we aren't here. I'm saying that we never actually dealt with reconstruction in the South and they dealt with it in a way that um, I find a point. But they dealt with it. Instead, we just forsake the black communities to the Klan. And so if that's the, the, the Klan, to the extent that the Klan was a problem, it is certainly a was. What's the bigger problem? Blacks killing blacks in inner city neighborhoods or the Klan, whatever it might be doing today? Well, the bigger problem is the lack of capital for black communities in a capitalist country. Right. So the idea that you could actually be functional in the capitalist. Well, that's country, not the Klan's what? fault, is it? Yeah, it is. They were terrorizing. Actually, there's a great book on this <laughs> called Behind the Mask of Chivalry by Nancy McLean, written mm -hmm. about the Athens Klan that said that the Klan members were actually small business people who wanted mm -hmm. to get out of the mill, is the who wanted to get word. out of the mill yeah. so that they could they could secure their own independent business yeah. and they needed to get the competition away. It's a fantastic book about the What's Athens the name Klan, Behind the Mask of Chivalry. I'll, I'll look for it. Who wrote it? Uh, Nancy McLean. Yeah. Here's the thing. Iremiose uh, Frimpong sent me a note a couple of days ago. Let's have this conversation. And he said this. He said, it will be fun. It'll be what? fun. That's how he hooked me into this. Yeah. And he's right. It was. This guy. talk about rights in the United States. He's another one of these goes. He says 100 things. I disagree with 99 of them. It's still fun. Right. You're so, a smart guy. Uh, real quickly. We can, mm -hmm. We're good about property rights in the United States. But there are other kinds of ways of being. And not all people all right. have property. So we want property rights. I also want labor rights. I want family rights. I want all the rights. I want free rights. beer at happy hour. We'll I see who gets rights. what we want here. Uh, we'll get you back in here. This, yeah. this was, to use your word, this was fun, and we'll do it again. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort.
Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.